Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about dealing with grief, finding balance in uncertainty. Great topic. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you could join us today. We're going to be talking about a very important topic, uh, dealing with grief, finding balance in uncertainty. Uh, It affects everybody. We all feel it at points in time in our lives, no matter what age we are. So we're going to be diving into that today. But before we do that, we just want to give you a friendly reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our uh, content we have there, and don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out once a week every Tuesday. So it's a great way for us to be in touch with you and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So today's topic, Meredith, we're talking about uh, finding, um, dealing with grief grief. and finding balance Mm -hmm. uh, in in uncertain times. Right. And such an important topic um, to talk about. What what kind of inspired Mm -hmm. you to to put this one on the table? Um, Well, this one was inspired a few months ago. Um, My father passed away. And just the thought of... Now I'll get emotional. I didn't want to. Um, (laughs) um, Just thinking about how do you get back to normalcy in times like that? And especially as we age, I mean, obviously, I mean, we... No matter what age you are, you're going through something, something happens, something comes up, loss of a loved one, things like that. But more and more um, as we age and even taking it to a different way of looking at it during the pandemic. I mean, a lot of people, that was an uncertain time. Um, So there are so many uncertain times in life. Mm -hmm. But what made me think of this topic was... um, not only myself, but really looking at my mom and the uncertainty and just finding balance again. And especially with us, when it comes to our health and wellness and exercise, when is the right time to get back into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you feel sometimes guilty to do so. So yeah, that's the way, that's the way it came about. <laughs> yeah, and that's interesting. Um, as mm-hmm. we mentioned, everybody goes through uncertain times and right. the COVID pandemic is probably <laughs> one that affected everybody Everyone. on the planet. Exactly. Uh, so that is a good uh, thing to bring up yeah. and everybody can relate to. Uh, as, as usual, we'd like to draw upon your years of experience mm-hmm. in, in working with clients um, that you've trained. Obviously, we're senior fitness, but you've worked with many, many clients of all right. ages. Was there a lot of times where people would, you know, bring their personal lives and the challenges and the uncertainties to you yes during training or during before class after class things like that oh yes um it's i felt a lot of times with people of all ages uh that it was almost a therapy session and like you said not just during um if it was a one-on-one obviously uh training session but before or after um people would come to me and just want to talk about what was going on a lot of times it was why am I not coming to class or why have I canceled um, sessions, things like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I would reach out, but it really takes the person who has to be ready to talk about it, right? Um, no matter what it is, so or the reasoning behind it. Um, but especially as older, uh, the older population, when I started working with them, they really were very open about talking with me um, about their feelings and what they were going through and 
going to this topic, the uncertainty in their lives, um, whether it be loved one, spouse, friends around them getting sick, or they got sick, things like that. And they had to deal with that and figure out the balance in that, mm-hmm. um, or how to deal with the grieving process, but still maintain themselves, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I, I talked with many, many people, and again, young people as well. Because again, like you said, we go through uncertain times at all ages. But um, yeah, everyone seems to be very open when they're talking with their trainers and instructors because mm-hmm. we're just a ear, right, to listen. We're not uh, usually ones to give any type of advice or anything. We're just there to listen and mm-hmm. help out in any way we can, of course. Yeah. Do you feel like people would come to you? And maybe because they would use exercise as a way to deal with mm. the, the the challenges that were going on in their lives. Right. And you were kind of a direct conduit for that. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think a lot of people do use um, exercise as kind of a stress relief or their me time, things like that. So, yeah, I was kind of the one that was there guiding them through these classes and times together. So, yeah, maybe that was... I like. I like that, actually. I never looked at it necessarily that way. But yeah, I was kind of the one that they knew I was around during all of it. So they were comfortable coming to talk with me about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and as we know, when you're dealing with grief or going through uncertainty, you go through phases, right? Right. You go through denial. You go through <laughs> anger. Right. Uh, you know, which Depression. eventually leads to acceptance. Right. And a lot of those, a lot of that path takes longer time, you know, it takes longer than others mm-hmm. for in, in most people. Um, do you, did you kind of talk to people as they were going through those phases? Yes. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it was a lot of times when people did stop coming to class or um, didn't want to do sessions anymore. And I would know, especially in a community, everyone knows when someone's either sick or someone passes away. Um, It's common knowledge. And so you knew what was going on in the person's life. So you had to tread lightly with how you were going to handle the situation um, without being too invasive or getting too personal with them if they weren't ready to do so. But uh, trying to get them to to remember not to forget themselves because a lot of times I saw like you said, the different processes, but it's easy to get stuck in the depression one. And I saw that people of all ages would get stuck there. And that's a hard one to get out of without having uh, people around you that you feel like you can open up to, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, Oh, I'll be fine. I'm just going to stay in my room a little while longer. I'll I'll eventually come out to class. And then a week goes by and two weeks go by. And now it's a month and now it's two months. And... um, yeah, it, it it takes more than obviously me talking to them as intervention, but um, yeah, I, I I feel like I was fortunate to be in those situations that people were comfortable enough to come to me at different times. So um, not only learning a lot, but being the person that they could talk to, I think, was mm-hmm. is probably the best thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and we get it even now in comments and emails. Um, people are very open about things going on in their lives, and I think we're just very fortunate with that to have that um, that type of communication. I guess that people feel comfortable enough to to talk with us about their personal lives because that's not an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. um, and that helps get out of that depression state when you do get in that. So right, yeah. Do you think that a lot of people 
will kind of confide in their trainers and their physical fitness uh, mm-hmm. uh, trainers and people they work with to as they go through these stages and go through this kind of grief um, mm-hmm. because it's it's not just physical but it's an emotional process right exercising right. is an emotional yes. process as well exactly like I stated I, a lot of people use it as their stress relief or their time when they feel acceptance things like that so um, yeah having that trainer that's always there for them um, is definitely I think part of their process um, it's easy though for a lot of people to just give up on exercise, especially if they didn't look at it as a stress reliever. A lot of times exercise causes stress in people because they have to think about, oh, I have to schedule this and I have so much to do and and exercise. Oh, how am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but that also was an open communication too for people who felt that way. They still wanted to talk and say, this is why. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, I, there's... Everybody has to go through it every in a different way. And again, that's why we're kind of calling this like finding balance. Because um, there has to be a balance. There, no one can say, this is the timeline. You're going to take a week to do this, and then the next phase takes a week, and then the next phase. If only it worked that way, right? Um, if only every single human was exactly the same, and, it, and every situation and every time of uncertainty was the same, and it's not. Mm-hmm. So we have to realize that everyone, each one of us, is a good way to say it, is going to go through our uncertain times in a different way. Um, and knowing that that way is fine. And, and maybe not exercising for a couple weeks or even a couple months is fine if that's the way you grieve and that's how you get through it but then remembering you have to find the balance and what is the balance taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. Um, remembering that you and your life is very very important Um, your health and wellness is very very important and there's should never be any um, feelings of regret or remorse or uh, anger with yourself for choosing yourself right after in an uncertain time or after a time of grieving mm-hmm. um, so going back to like my mom um, when my dad passed away I know she she had family and everyone around her and that kept her going um, and then of course that uncertain time of when everybody leaves but she was very fortunate to have and has I should say um, friends around her that have kept her kind of going. And and exercise has always been a big part of her life. It's kind of the way she finds the balance of her day, um, the way she kind of gets things started, wakes up and relieves a little bit of stress and feels a little bit better about herself, right? So we right. didn't want her to stop doing that. Um, so friends have been around to work out with her and go on walks, getting outside, even just social times. Um, We don't have to just put this into an exercise format, right? That's very important. But just getting out, going to the grocery store, uh, going out to dinner with friends, um, because life is different after uncertain times in some way, shape, or form. So, so yeah, she was able to, to have a great community around her, whether it be family and or friends, that really helped her. And I think that's really, really important. Yeah, that that's kind of mm-hmm. actually a, a great point in that when you have 
you know, having people around you supporting you right. to, as you go through this grief, as you, yeah. you, you're trying to find that balance back in life again. How important is it to have yeah. a support team, you know, family, uh, again, going to maybe classes and right. having people there? Like, what, what's, what oh, role does that play? It's huge. It's huge. Like I said, when I would go to people's rooms and they're like, oh, I just need a little bit more time. But then that time becomes a week, a month, you know, longer and longer because there wasn't anyone. They didn't have anyone else to go to um, or no one was knocking on the door and pulling them out of their room, basically. Um, It's so important to have that. I don't think we realize until um, we don't have it, the importance of the social aspect in life. Um the distractions, how it keeps us going, just to have communication and conversation with people is Mm -hmm. amazing. (laughs) Um, And being able to do that in a way where you're either at home and exercising with somebody else there, um, a friend that comes over, or you live in a community and you're able to go um, into a class with other people, just getting out. I think that was one of my favorite things when I taught classes in communities um, was the social part of it. I love when people would get there 10 minutes before class just to talk. And, you know, these people live basically with each other in these uh, structures, you know, their communities, but they still wanted to chat about things going on, the news, the weather, what are they going to do later on in the week, things like that. So, um, so, so important mm-hmm. to remember that the social um, and having people around you and opening up to them, knowing that most likely you're going to run into someone who has either, especially as we age, who has either gone through the same situation as you or something very similar mm-hmm. and will be an ear. Um, it doesn't have to always, sometimes we think when we open up to people that they're going to give us some advice back and say, well, hurry up and get out there and do this and do that. It's not what most people do. We all know that we're different and we take time on our own. But to have those people there to listen and for you to open up to is is a great way to find balance in those times of uncertainty. So yeah, having that, keeping that. It's mm-hmm. easy to put that to the back burner too and say, I don't want to go out anymore. I don't want to talk to anyone. Um trying to stay open to it as hard as it is a lot of times mm-hmm. and it's difficult that is difficult yeah, to do it is uh, especially when you're going through something like that um what what else you know what other kinds of things should we keep in mind when it comes to finding balance mm-hmm. you know getting back getting back on track right finding balance trying to get life back to normal if yeah. there is a, such a thing I after know. going through something like that is remembering exactly that 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 it's going to be different And when you jump back into it, don't jump back in right where you left off, thinking that um, I'm going to be at 100%. So say you were doing, you know, lifting, let's just say you were lifting eight pound dumbbells or something like that during your your workouts. Your body has gone through a lot, Um, not just thinking of the physical part and the aspect of it, but emotionally and mentally. And that takes a toll on our bodies. We have to remember that. So we have to go back into things slowly um, and give ourselves a pat on the back after we do something, um, feel good about ourselves, 
um, and don't feel demotivated because we're not able to do what we did prior to um, whatever uncertain time you went through. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting slow and knowing that where you're at once you start is a good place, not comparing it to uh, where you were prior to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. that's an issue that a lot of us deal with is when something happens to us, um, we try to get back to where we were before, Yes, you know, this, whatever grief happened has happened in your life. And it just doesn't come out that easily. It doesn't no, work that easily. Right? It doesn't. And that's frustrating. I mean, I going through times and even during a workout, you might have to stop and cry. Um, that's just how you're, you're dealing with the emotions still. Um, I, I, Again, I don't want to get emotional, but I still think about my dad every day. And for some reason during workouts, <laughs> a lot of times mm-hmm. I'll think about him. Um, and then it makes you kind of, you know, you have to stop and reminisce for a second and then get back into it. It's not, things aren't ever going to be the same, right? Um, and those thought patterns will be different every day and things will come up at different times. And um, and going with that, going along with it, mm-hmm. and not getting mad at yourself. Um, again, not just simply because you're not where you were prior, but because you're still having those thoughts of sadness and grief. That's normal and that's okay. Um, and they're going to come out in weird times. And if you're doing a slow stretching exercise and we're, you know, going deep into our mental state, a lot of times that is really where you're going to um, start to feel uh, those senses arise. And a lot of times it comes when you're doing harder exercise. Um, Mm -hmm. I've realized in myself that a lot of times when we're pushing ourselves, that's when those emotions come out also. So, So being open to that to happen. Um, not getting discouraged with yourself, knowing that that's, that's an okay thing to, to do and deal with. And even if you're in a class, if you're afraid to go to class because you're afraid you might start crying, believe me, I have had many people in class um, knowing that they've been dealing with things who had moments where they had to stop and had a moment. Um, and no one ever, <laughs> no matter what age, ever said anything in a negative way to that person. After class, people who noticed went up to them and would say, do you need anything? We're here for you. But Mm -hmm. there was never a look at them like, I can't believe they're stopping or I can't believe they're crying or no, 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 no. (laughs) Right. Um, We're all beings, I think, that really understand each other more than we realize and we're afraid to to let others see that side of us, but um, it's an okay thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, remembering just to be open, going into things slowly, that's the biggest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, when you were working with clients, um, and did you notice that a lot of people, if they were going through something challenging, mm-hmm. you know, going through some grief, did they kind of disappear? Yes. From classes and then hopefully maybe come back? Yes. Yeah. Usually um, thinking of people who um, were dealing with a spouse or partner that they um, was going through things, they would a lot of times start missing classes more and more and then be gone for a short time um, during that grieving process, but then come back. And I think a lot of that came down to the fact that they had such a good support system around them. 
that they felt comfortable to come back and try and find balance alone mm-hmm. um, in this in these instances that I'm thinking of. Um, but they, they felt comfortable to come in and not be judged that they were doing it maybe too soon or whatever people think. And I know people think different things. I shouldn't be doing this. It's selfish. I um, Many, many thoughts because <laughs> I've had them myself. But... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just knowing that they had people around them, I think it was what helped them come back um, quickly and with open arms. And then I did see them come back and go at a slower pace, which was really good. Um, some of the people I would tell them to because I knew they were going to try and push themselves harder. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, 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 I saw it many times. Um, people fall off and then come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After a certain amount of time. Well, it's a good thing they do come back. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, sometimes people don't come back, right? Right. And, that, and you yep. kind of wonder, well, you hope that they're okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, have you ever tried reaching out to people that have kind of disappeared from mm-hmm. training or, you know, and it's not just a physical fitness thing, but you're also, it's a mental thing and an emotional right. thing. Have you tried reaching out to people that maybe yes. you felt were not coming back? <laughs> yes. I mean, even in our uh, realm where I would get lots of comments or emails from people and then they would tell me, you know, things that were going on in their life and then all of a sudden it's crickets. I don't hear from them like I used to and have tried to correspond with them and still never got anything back. So, um Oh, definitely. And working in a community, it's much easier because I could go knock on doors mm-hmm. um, and sit down with them and talk with them. Uh, but yes, I would go after people all the time <laughs> uh, and still do if there are people that I feel like I haven't heard from in a while. I just do that little check-in um, mm-hmm. because I think that's important. It doesn't necessarily, I'm not asking for the person maybe if it was face-to-face for them to open up and tell me a bunch of things. I just wanted to see that they were okay. And the same thing goes with sending an email. Mm -hmm. I just wanted a response back to know that, yeah, I'm fine. Um, And that they know that someone out there is thinking about them. Right, right. Because it's a very lonely time, right? Uncertain times. Going, thinking about COVID, even though we may have been surrounded by our loved ones, it was so, we were so unbalanced it, it just we felt alone a lot of the time um and that you that's what we don't want is to ever feel that way right mm-hmm. going back to the social thing that's so important um so just to be surrounded by people does not mean you don't feel alone so making sure you have um communication with people so i would always try and make sure people knew i was there if they needed me mm-hmm. yeah what and you mentioned a lot of the the comments and stuff that come in from our YouTube channel, uh, even on the podcast, Facebook page. A lot of people reach out to you and and offer, you know, their story. Yes, <laughs> and they do that a lot, and they may offer their story about how they're struggling with something, whether it be you know something going on in their life, right? Something going on with them physically, um, and they're just trying mm-hmm. to literally go through your workouts and and find balance again. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what, exactly it. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? I mean, I how know. does that kind of work for you? Um, it's hard, I will say, and be honest, because um, sometimes some of the comments and things that I get or the, the openness that I get from people, I, I, 
I just want to do a Zoom call and like feel like let them know that I'm right there. But he can't do that with everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just just knowing, I guess, that I am the one that they wanted to come to and open up to, and knowing that the workouts have helped them. A lot of times we'll get the comments now and they'll say, you helped me through this. And then, and I've been doing your workouts for this many months. Thank you so much. Um, those, I just, those make me very, very happy. Um, makes my heart smile <laughs> because mm-hmm. the fact that we're able to help so many people um, in these times that they're trying to get, like you said, back on track in a sense finding that balance and uh, the workouts have helped them. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. I do think exercise is such an important part of our schedules that it, that's what helps us kind of find balance is having a schedule. And on certain times we usually lose the schedule. Everything goes awry. Um, being able to incorporate that part of your day back in, not only for yourself, because I think that is very, very important part of exercising for yourself um, and however it helps you, not just physically, um, but it, it it helps you get back in a schedule and mm-hmm. say, yes, at 8 a.m., at 10 a.m., I'm going to do this workout each day. And then that just adds to it, right? Then we just start to schedule more and more, Um, And then we can schedule in the social times and then we can schedule in the everything, you know, I'm going to make this meal and uh, eat better and bake it this time, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I really I love the comments that we get of people who we've helped um, or are helping with our workouts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to see people kind of sharing their stories. We always say when we put out content, we, we love hearing your stories. Yes, um, we do. Because <laughs> you know, we put out fitness content, but what really makes it important is to get feedback from people, right? Yes. Oh, definitely. That makes it, to me, it makes it worthwhile. Because it's hard when you're uh, talking to a camera to make workouts and going, I really hope people like this workout. But then we get the feedback of that workout um, was a great workout, but that workout helped me for these reasons, ABC. Mm-hmm. Um that just it keeps me going it makes it fuels the fire right it makes me want to keep creating new content and different things and um knowing that yes of course we're helping people physically who are able and are doing the workouts but a lot of times we can see the mental and emotional help that we've given people through these workouts and that is just that all over strong motto that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to see it through people's comments helps me because I can't see them in front of me doing the workout. Um, so yeah, the comments mean everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, hopefully a lot of the uh, tips and, and just sharing ex- shared experiences in this episode maybe helps you in, in if you're going through a hard time or you're trying to find that balance back after something that you've experienced a loss or physically, mentally, emotionally. It happens right. to all of us. And uh, the important thing is that we try to get back to stability and normalcy yes. after going mm-hmm. through the proper phases of, of grief, and which are so important. Yes. Um, you know, it's going through that and then reaching a point where you can find light at that end of that tunnel. Exactly. And continue on. So, um, well, thank you for joining mm-hmm. us on this episode. Uh, don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. 
sign up for that newsletter and uh, get our latest content delivered to you every week. And mm-hmm. until next time, we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.